0: Hey, welcome in everybody. To this, this South Lot Spooky Football guys. It's spooky season here as we get into October. <laughs> nice little uh, new intro for you there, uh, courtesy of uh, courtesy of Jeff. Courtesy of Jeff, Jeff doing it. It's
1: uh, good friend uh, Nate, Nate the
0: Great. Okay, well, thanks guys. Yeah, spooky. All season. credit to them right there. We're, uh, we're we got getting some into new it. tunes coming out. <laughs> <laughs> love so. love to see it. Love to see it, um, guys. We're we're here. We're doing the. Uh, The week five uh, prep episode here Um, Week four was fun Got our first London game under the way Pretty good game Uh, Ready to get into it though Um, Guys let's uh, do a quick recap then Of uh, how we did last week Starting out with our lead pipe locks, uh, Adam, Bears money line.
2: Do I miss?
0: So I missed? Yeah, that was uh, that was tough as a fan.
2: Yeah, a little too much heart with that, but not enough brain.
0: <laughs> they should have been able to cover that line. That was frustrating.
2: Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not nope,
2: neither of those teams were that good, so I guess it no. wasn't that bad of a bet to just... Take the team getting the
0: points money line yeah. with
2: the juice, but this didn't happen.
0: I mean, if they convert once in the red zone, they they pretty much cover. It's just that that was a bummer, but uh, uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll bounce back, uh, but probably not. Uh, Robbie <laughs> Saints
1: plus three. Um, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Right, I, I, I mean, I I took the Saints with the points. I felt very good about them winning money line, but I I, I took the I thought worst case scenario that. Getting the points with the Saints, they would at least push, which they did. Um, you know, the Saints had some offensive and special teams well, mistakes that their defense just had to keep making up for, and uh, they're hanging in there. Uh, I I'm gonna still be pretty mad about that one Vikings drive where they it was extended twice on BS penalties that should have been no calls. But
2: well, we were all on the Saints, but we also did not know Kamara was going to be out, we were sort yeah, of we iffy-iffy on uh, Michael Thomas and Jameis, and all three of those guys were out, and they still pushed. This line actually got to, like, four by game time.
0: Yeah, the late Camara scratch, was uh, that was tough for a lot of people. Uh, obviously, that affected the line. That was probably going to be their whole game plan, was just to give him the ball with all the uh, injuries to uh, – the receivers and uh with Jameis uh missing that game. So yeah, I'm sure that just really threw a wrench in the game plan. But um honestly I mean the fact that you got a push there given all that, I, I think that's a win. Yep. A lot lot worked uh against you there, Robbie. So uh Yeah. yeah I think you can't, were on to something. Complain. I not rep- yeah. complain too much. I think they cover that if uh if uh literally everything didn't go against them. So uh, finally, uh, I did uh, Jets plus three and a half. Uh, they were in Pittsburgh. And, uh, yeah, the Mitch Trubisky era is over, um, kind of yeah. as I thought it might be. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad we, we were able to cash in at it out one last time. got a little
1: <laughs> scary when Pickett came in.
0: It did, yeah. It was uh, all of a sudden, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson didn't look so good. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, Pickett was looking good. So, um, But, uh yeah, now now we don't know if the Steelers, so we're gonna have to wait and see. They kind of looked a little bit better with him, so um, we'll we'll see how it plays out. Um, let's take a look then at the uh, the podcast parlay, and uh, we did uh, you know is always a three teamer. So we had the Bears plus three and a half and so missed. We had the Jags plus six and a half. Oh, I Which they had a uh, an opportunity. Oh, man. So you know how like the two point conversions play out now, where if you're down, uh, if you're down like 15 or 16, really it's if you're down 15. If you're down 15, mo like I'd say nine out of ten teams they do the two point conversion on the first yep. attempt so that they know it's um, right move. Yeah, and yep. the Jags just didn't do that. They just they took the seven. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So uh Doug P giving his team a old team a yeah gift.
0: So uh yeah, uh they did not come. Uh and then uh, finally we had Car- uh Cardinals plus one and a half. I think we, we owe that one to Baker, so thank you, Baker. <laughs> thank you, Baker. Yeah. Uh, his time his days are numbered too. So him and Nichol playing the XFL. Darnold's
2: coming. Yeah. <laughs> somehow, not somehow. Soon enough. <laughs> crazy because, so like, both both Mitch and Baker are getting get a second chance somewhere.
0: What a weird quarterback chance, class I guess. that's going to look out yeah. to be. Yeah. It's just, like, oh, yeah. Josh Allen is, like, probably a Hall of Famer, and then just the rest of them are all just terrible. It's <laughs> 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 gone in, like, five was years. Was Lamar ago. in that class? He was. Yeah. yeah so, okay. okay, those are the, yeah. Yeah, two
2: Hall of Famers and yeah. just absolute busts. Yeah.
0: Crazy.
1: All right. Uh, well, what is it? Lead pi- pipe block-wise, for you having oh? 4-0? Uh, it is. It is 4-0. 4-0.
2: Oh. Oh. No. No. It's, a, it's a good little streak on there. It's, uh,
0: I, see, see what I it's,
2: can see what you ended last year, if it's actually longer than 4.
0: We don't know. I don't know. Did, has anybody had a streak go that long?
2: Okay, I you, don't.
1: I, I don't know. We're gonna have to go back on that. If, one. if we're gonna
2: count, okay. I don't know if we can count the Super Bowl. I don't you're... think we can count the Super Bowl. That was a <laughs> still Dre. Still Dre. That that was just a bad. I mean, it was it was fine, but you, you locked up like a plus six hundred bet. It did. <laughs> that was uh,
0: in retrospect not
2: not a great move. Yeah, championship you won, and then that's it. Division, yeah. divisional Wait, wait nope, i'm looking oh at oh my
1: God. I'm lo- looking at the wrong one yeah yeah so i guess uh okay ooh, six game winner yeah six, right now. six
2: you're on a six game heater okay you, you, you lost Raider, Raiders. raiders you had plus five and a half in the wild card which i don't know how the hell that didn't hit
0: yeah that was a close game too
2: i think it was a seven point loss but
0: yeah. see. Uh, trust evan on the well, we'll see. Watch. There's a lot of pressure now, you know. It's built <laughs> uh, week in and week out uh, to keep getting these right. So um, we've we've got another interesting one for you here this week. So we'll see. Uh, I like the trend of uh, you take the team that's like bad but not that bad because like they just get like these they get like more points than they should get, and yeah, it's been working. So uh, maybe maybe we'll continue with that uh, that trend. All right, though, guys. Uh, anything else you want to cover with Week Four before we move on to Week Five?
2: Yep. One last thing. Um, we debuted. It, we debuted it last week. But uh, asshole of the week. This one. Um, this one was an easy choice. It was an early choice. Uh, Mike McAsshole, or uh, as we refer to him, Mike McDaniel. Um, the move to put into a is one thing. Like. I'd probably say half the coaches in the league probably make that decision. The way he acted afterwards in his press conferences and stories about Tua watching MacGruber next to him (laughs) on the plane and just, he just seems like an absolute asshole. he, Um, He just
1: seemed like, he just. Evil. Narcissistic as hell, like after that whole situation, it's like. Oh yeah, we I we had a good conversation with Tua for like 15 20 minutes on the play line and then he pulled out his phone and uh watched started watching with Gruber and uh we both hit, were laughing like yeah, okay. Showed no <laughs> like, like you, remorse you just for to make the decision. What good yeah, so, for yeah. that bad decision? So, like,
2: showed no remorse, like actually like applauded himself for player safety and not letting people with concussions play. It's I don't know. Yeah, just a
1: terrible have made the look for call. Just for, been like, no, you're not coming in because you came up
0: woozy. We we talked about uh, his like evil vibes. I think I I really touched on what he reminds me of. You guys like remember like those 80s and 90s like action movies when there was like a stretch there where the villain turned into like small like, intellectual, like, corporate types.
2: Yeah, I guess. And, and like <laughs> yeah,
0: like Like, not physically imposing at all, but, like, very menacing at the same time. Uh, and that is the vibe I'm getting from him. It's like that's, that's mid-90s oh, yeah, that's action right. that, that, That's a great call. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he's smarmy as hell. I don't like him. I mean, I just, I'm not getting good vibes with him. He's a bad guy.
2: Bad guy. I mean, we called out last week on a podcast that, you know, next time I get a concussion, I'm going to call it a back and <laughs> yeah. ankle injury.
0: Yeah, anybody, uh, anybody that was watching doctors. that um, clearly could tell he had a head injury, and
2: it was scary. Gladys, glad he seems to be okay.
0: I just, I don't know how people that were spending, you know, multiple hours in the same room with him, day in and day out, couldn't pick up on something. So I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it no idea. Feels like a
2: lot of. A lot of oversight, but... Yeah. Uh, no, they had some picks taken away for tampering. I wouldn't be surprised if some more get taken away here.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I don't think we've heard the end of this. Um, the uh, The NFL, like in Ian Rappaport uh, last Sunday was doing a, a little story on it, and he briefly mentioned that uh, the independent... Uh, doctor that uh, cleared Tua to play was fired because he got hostile with the investigation process. So this is, it's just getting like better and better. Um, Something, something happened here and I think it's going to come out, but uh, yeah, they got to be better about this stuff though. Cause it's like, I don't know, they got to think about these guys long after their playing career. It's just.
2: Yeah. I hope he doesn't play for like a month.
0: I don't know how he, how he could.
2: Yeah. Yeah. they can't roll him out
1: anytime soon.
0: And, and Teddy looked okay. So Yeah.
1: Teddy two gloves. Teddy two
0: gloves. He always finds a way to. You know, he's like uh Jimmy G. Him and him and uh Teddy are just they find a way into a lineup every year. So Alright guys, let's uh let's get into week five here. Um started off with a uh a snoozer of, uh, of a Thursday night game, potentially. But if you know us, uh, you know we love to have action on uh, <laughs> games involving the Colts. Um, and so, Robbie, I'm going to uh, turn it over to you. Uh, we've got Colts and Broncos here. Broncos are three-point favorites. Uh, Over-under in this one is at 43.5. Oh,
1: there is – this one, there is a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball that just going into this just after Sunday's games. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's start on the Broncos' side of the ball. Big one is Javante Williams, uh, one everybody would probably know. So that means uh, you got Melvin Gordon stepping in, and now even older man Latavius Murray coming into the mix maybe. Uh, so um, that that run, running back room, is uh, it's a l- little age right now just – just kind of like uh, Russell Wilson is right now, but um, <laughs> it, it, they should at least be uh, suitable enough to take take the take over um, this backfield. Um, but um, I guess uh, another one big one for the Broncos would be Randy Gregory just got put on IR. That's pretty big for the defense, but they they've still got a strong unit. I'm not too worried about them. Colts though, um, you know they've had a, they've got a big one, J- Jonathan Taylor. Been in a boot all week. Somehow still questionable for this game. Um, I really do not. They they said it was a high ankle injury, which it, there's no way that's a three-day timeline. That's more like a three-week timeline they, minimum.
2: They said that his mispractice on Tuesday was his first ever mispractice, like playing football, going back to when he was a peewee. Wow. Never practice. hasn't missed a game. So, I mean, if there's a guy to play, it might be him, but I, I highly doubt it feels
0: like the David Montgomery thing where, like, you know, hurt the ankle and it was like, yeah, he's uh, he's day-to-day. It's like, eh, if you saw that, you knew. It's like, he's not playing. Yep.
1: I, I don't think he's playing. Uh, Shaq it's already ruled out with a concussion slash nose or back injury <laughs> or happen. all of the above. I, I don't know. Something happened to him, you know, but uh, Shaq will not be back um so you know th- we got some injuries on both sides of the ball and you know I th- I think this actually very much play plays so well for the Broncos in this one um you, you know the I I think the the Colts they've got a pretty solid run defense which um you know it I think it'll be a tough time for these old guys to get running through it but I don't think it's gonna matter too much with Sutton and Judy on the outside um that Colt's secondary has just been, you has been pretty bad and i think the colts can take advantage of it as much as they've been really struggling on offense and you know this colts team it's just they just have not been able to get anything going on offense and we're just harping on the maddie ice uh even in the cold weather up in denver you know that ice is not going to do a whole lot for him um you know he's he's not been good he's he's past his prime um he, he can't do anything he don't Colts only got 17 against the bad Titans defense this past weekend. I can't see them getting anything going. You know, I really like the under in this one. 43 and a half is pretty high. But the thing I love most about this is Broncos minus three. I, I think they're going to take it to the Colts. Colts are not going to be able to have any sort of response from a formidable defense like the Colts. And, you know, this Broncos home field advantage is going to do them well. So I'm going to lock up the Colts nice and worth Broncos nice and early.
0: But it's a horse. No.
2: Better horse team. Let's ride. Um, I'm also loving the Broncos minus three here. I, for most of the reasons, I mean, I honestly think the Broncos are probably a bad team, um, especially probably. with Javante out. Um, they, they might be three and one after this game, but, um, you know, their schedule gets tough down the road. I just don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with the other AFC west uh opponents but in this matchup uh, they're definitely the better team um you mentioned it uh i think matt ryan ended up with like 380 yards last week and most of it was garbage time and titans were already up and sort of trying to run run clock on them but um yeah i you know randy gregory's a big loss um they they need somebody to chase chase around matt ryan he's you know very immobile easy to easy to sack i'm a little concerned about the lack of pass rush but uh, even at that i don't i don't see any of the colts playmakers uh, making a difference if jonathan taylor's out um they're gonna need huge games out of nakeem hines alex pierce mo Alley cox and i think the broncos defense even with a couple injuries is too good to let that happen um huge home field advantage i know it's now technically october but uh early on in the year just stats prove it that the Broncos have, you know, the biggest home advantage, them in Miami, uh, early on in the year and to get them three, three point favorites against an inferior team at home. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hammer that every time. And, and I'm with you on the under too, Robbie, Forty to three and a half and a So a little, a little too high for Thursday night action, uh, with two questionable offenses and decent defenses.
0: Yeah. Um, You you know, you guys making some very good points. Uh, You know, for me, this game actually feels a lot like uh, uh, Jets-Steelers last week. Um, Obviously, Jets were getting uh, three and a half there. I just think this is a a muddy, this is just going to be a sloppy-ass game. Uh, Neither of these teams has shown me anything on offense to get excited about. Uh, I expect both these teams to be in the the teens. I'm thinking low-scoring, 16-14 type of uh, game here. Uh, I absolutely love the under in this game i I don't know how it's getting to forty four points um if it did I mean I, I color me surprised I, I I don't see it at all so I love the under in this one but for me I'm just thinking sloppy game and uh probably points are at a premium and anytime you get in a game like this where you know both teams having trouble getting more than twenty points I just think uh especially if that spread is, is anything above, like, two and a half. Just just take t- side with the points uh, because when you got two offenses that can't score that much, it kind of just tends to lead to close games. Um, the NFL is just so surprising. It, like, you know, each week uh, these games just tend to come down to one possession games, and there's always just kind of a swing in the final five minutes, whether or not a team gets a, a field goal or touchdown or not. Um, cover I just I think this will be a pretty sloppy game pretty low scoring and I just rather have the team uh, getting the uh, getting the points here but uh, I mean you guys make great uh, great mention here of, of the injuries uh, obviously uh, Jonathan Taylor is about the only thing this Colts offense has going for it so if he can't go uh, they're gonna be in a lot of trouble um, but uh, for right now um, I'll, I'll take the Colts getting the three points. All right, guys, next game up, we've got the Giants taking on the Packers. Packers are eight-point favorites in London for this game. Uh, Over-under is set at 41.5. Giants uh, just beat the Bears in the Meadowlands last weekend, and the Packers got a late overtime winner against the Patriots at home uh, as well. I believe uh, both of these teams are making their inaugural trip to London. Uh, Neither team has played in London before I think they're like one of the last uh, Two or three To uh, have a London game So uh, good for the NFL To get everybody over there uh, For the fan exposure But uh, guys uh, You've heard the line Uh, Robbie I know you've got kind of a strong take on this one So uh, why don't you lead us off again here
1: Oh, this is going to be another good one in good old Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe I should have stuck with the over last week. You know, uh, that one hit um, as far as lock's concerned. But, um, no, I, I, this over-under, I, I think that, that's actually a good line. You know, um, this Giants team is a very surprising 3-1. and one. I think all of us here are very surprised by how they've been playing right now. Their run game's been working, um, and it's not just Saquon. It's even Danny Times rolling out of the pocket and just made, Making some uh, plays on some designed QB rollouts, and it, it's been working for them. And you, you, you know, the Packers they they have been very susceptible to the run. They've got some a good secondary going right now, but um, you know they if they get put on the ground, you know they they could um, they could be in some trouble there. Um, but Packers, I I still don't think this offense has really fully gotten going. Um, you know, they're starting to see a little emergence of uh, dobes and uh, you know Lazard has been pretty good for them Um, and you know Aaron Jones has been explosive I haven't quite seen it out of A.J. Dillon to be honest but um, you know I kind of see see this as eight points being a little much um, between these two teams I I think the Giants are going to be able to just grind it down a little bit and be able to keep it close I just don't see the Packers just running away against any team at this point Right now so i really like the giants in this one
0: yeah i'm gonna i kind of flip flop back and forth on this I, I don't love the line uh particularly um I, I think this giants team is kind of a fraudulent three and one still i i don't expect them to uh hang around in in the nfc east for long i think uh the cowboys and the eagles will outpace them here eventually but uh you know the thing for me that I think is going to be the deciding factor is, uh, as you pointed out, Robbie, uh, Giants' running game is really uh, what's gotten them to that three and one record, and uh, you know Danny Dimes, uh, his scrambling is, uh, of course, been a big part of that. But he did get banged up last week uh, against the Bears, uh, hurt his ankle uh, bad enough uh, that they didn't want to put him back into the game until uh, Tyrod Taylor got hurt. So uh, you know my thinking is if there's any sort of limitation there. That's going to cut back on his uh, designed rollout plays. Whether they're going to limit that or anything that's going to uh, inhibit his scrambling ability against a uh, you know a pretty aggressive Packers D line that's been getting good pressure on the quarterback. I just think that spells trouble uh, for the Giants. And uh, you know if they become a little bit predictable with uh, Saquon rather than utilizing that that play action game, um, I, I think they might have trouble here against that Packers. I just think their defense is is going to be a little bit too. Uh, much for them to handle here. So I'll go Packers minus eight.
2: Yeah, same. Um, you know, I I just think that their defense comes to play here. They got four sacks on a pretty good offensive line with the, the Patriots. And, you know, that pick six wasn't on their defense. I thought their defense played really well. Um, Rashawn is really turning into a star. Um, I, I just think that the, it's a good matchup for this Packers team. Um, they will allow the run uh allow Saquon to rush the ball I I see Saquon getting on 100 yards again uh Danny Dines getting getting his as well but uh, I just I, I can't see any kind of passing um Giants getting any kind of passing game going against this Packers team um I'm thinking maybe a turnover two three um you know with how banged up the Giants wide receivers are too um I just have a tough time seeing them getting anything other than a running game going. Um, and on the other side, the of Packers offense, it's still a work in progress. Um, you're seeing, I guess, slow improvement with the passing game. Um, running game, I, I don't know if they'll have a lot of success. This Giants' D, uh, run defense is pretty solid, but uh, I, I think this Packers offense sort of opens up abroad, uh, gets the passing game going. Maybe Rodgers goes for 300 and three touchdowns. Uh I, I just don't I don't think that their game plan going into this game is gonna to be to run the ball against this Giants team. Uh you saw the Bears try to do that last week and it was unsuccessful. And uh yeah I I just think that Packers have the better offense, the better defense and um you know at eight points I, if this was under seven I, I'd maybe lock it up. But um yeah that I like the Packers getting giving up eight on in London.
0: Well, you got to remember, it took uh, a Aaron Rodgers pick six to have that game last week be even close. I mean, if, if that doesn't happen, uh, you know, perhaps the Packers are able to cover that line, uh, changes the complexion of the game. But one thing I will say is, I would bet my life that he's not throwing another pick six. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see here. But uh, it should be uh, another good uh, early London game for us. But. Uh, Make sure you're double-checking your lineups uh, for any early yeah. injuries like Kamara last week.
2: I, I, I'm sorry if you guys already touched on this, but do we know Danny Dimes is if he's, he's like a full go?
0: I think he's he, – he
2: looked pretty hobbled at the did. end of that game. Yeah,
0: I think he's going to be able to go, but I think, like I said, it's, it's going to be limited.
2: Yeah. He's not. Gonna, I don't know if he'll be able to rush the ball at the same yeah. success.
1: I mean, they're, they're working out
2: QBs, so mm. – I did not see that. That's could, not a good sign. Could be no, trouble, Mike. But, but I mean, tie rods that, that hurt too. Could just so. be also for tie rod. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm oh, right.
1: Maybe we see Jake Fromm come back. Oh,
0: jeez.
2: Oh no, Glennon, Jay <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah. McCarron. Well, uh, yeah,
0: pound the pack. <laughs> if that's if that's what it's looking yeah, like. This is probably one to
1: yeah, just to hold for a second before betting this game. I I know I will. It's too early in the week. Yeah, we got to see some actual injury reports. I yeah. mean, Wednesday's usually pretty early as it is, but Tuesday is a whole nother animal.
0: Uh, all right, guys. Next up, we've got the Dolphins taking on the Jets. Jets are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home in this one with the over-under set at 44-and-a-half. Uh, again, this game is in uh, the Meadowlands. Uh, Dolphins, of course have uh, the extra rest, uh, being that they played the Thursday game last week, but they will be without Tua uh due to the uh, scary concussion that uh, he got last week. Um, and the Jets are coming in off of a, a big win in Pittsburgh. So uh, we'll see here. Uh, it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater, quarterback, and the Dolphins. Uh, guys, I, I like the Dolphins here. Um, I just think they've got too much firepower with uh, – uh, their weapons on the outside. Uh, you know, I don't, I just, uh, this Jets secondary has been burned. Um, and I think it was a good matchup for the Jets last week that uh, they had a Steelers team that has a pretty anemic passing game. Um, but uh, this week, when you factor in those weapons on the outside and then uh, also having to cover, um, you know, Kosicki over the middle. I think it's just going to be too tall of an order here, even with uh, Bridgewater under center for the Dolphins. Um, that and, uh, quite frankly, I think Flacco looked a little bit better under center for the Jets than uh, Zach Wilson as he's still trying to get, uh, get his legs under him coming back from injury. Um, so until I see a little bit better quarterback play out of um, Zach Wilson and this Dolphins defense has pretty good, uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins uh, 3.5 here. I think this is a pretty good value.
2: Yep, I, I agree with you. I like the Dolphins here. Um, you know, I wish this was three. I'd, I'd hammer it, but three and a half, giving up a little bit there uh, for a common score. But, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, you know, Teddy Teddy is not a big drop-off from what we've seen from Tua this year. Um, you know, Tua started off really hot, but, um, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a huge, um, huge drop-off between those two. And, you know, the Jets team yes they won last week but you know they what had four pittsburgh quarterbacks had a total of four interceptions and it took well one of them was a hail mary at the end but it took a last second drive for them to win that game so you know that's the second second uh time the jets have sort of pulled one out of their hats this year i just don't i think the dolphins are just a much better team and um they go into MetLife and uh take them out i i, I you know i I can maybe see this one being back and forth and the Dolphins pull ahead at the end, but like you said, Evan, there's too many weapons for the Dolphins, and they have the much better defense. I don't think Jets are going to be able to get the, uh, the quarterback in this game. Uh, I think they're going to struggle. I, I I, I, do like the over here, forty-four and a half. Um, both offenses are capable. I'm a, I wish, like you said, if Flacco was starting, I'd, I'd definitely hammer that. Um, it seems like they're a little bit more conservative calling plays with – uh, Zach Wilson, and they're running the ball a little bit more. But um, if they if they unleash them and sort of let the passing game out, I, I see this game going way over.
1: Yeah, I'd lean over on this one too. Um, I probably won't actually take it. Um, this game, I'm actually probably just staying off. Yeah, I think that three and a half. It, that, if it was three, I'd probably um, maybe bet on the Dolphins. But this that extra half points just uh, not having it for me. Um, I, I am on the Dolphins' side. Um, I, I think they can still get it done against the Jets. My big question would be how uh, Mike McDaniel just uh, adjusts to having Teddy Bridgewater because you, you saw once Teddy came in, they were doing a bunch of Tua's designed rollouts to the left and still doing those rollouts with Teddy to, to the left, which while he handled them okay, it w- didn't look very natural for him. Um, so I, I'm curious to see if Mike McDaniel is, uh, for some reason, I could see him just... thinking like oh my way has been working so far so let's just keep it going and um not adjust to the quarterback he has so I'm a little concerned about that to be honest but uh we'll we'll have to see how he handles Teddy I I think that'd be a better way to get a read on him for the rest upcoming season yeah
2: one 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 thing I forgot to mention uh Jalen Waddell he was a little banged up for that matchup last week, last Thursday. Um, he struggled. I, he should be a full go. So Seems like he was more of a decoy than anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he should have been playing. <laughs> Unlike, uh, well, Tua definitely should have been playing. But, uh, yeah, getting the full, the, the extra the extra three days, uh, I think it's going to help the Dolphins here. Yep.
0: All right, guys. Next up, we've got the Steelers taking on the Bills. Bills are 14-point 14 fa- 14 favorites at home in this one. Uh, over-under, and this one's set at 47. Uh, Weather forecast looks like a little bit of wind in Buffalo for this one. Uh, Robbie, why don't you kick this one off?
1: Yeah, I actually really like this one for the Bills. I I normally don't like big lines, but going against a fresh rookie in his first start, I mean, granted, um, he he looked okay coming in in relief, but it's definitely tough um, when you're coming off the bench and – um, now he gets a full week of game plan to just go against the gauntlet of the Bills defense which I think is going to be a tough task for in Buffalo. Oh, welcome to the NFL, Pickett. Um is he are the Bills going to be picking it off today or on Sunday? Uh, you know, I could very much see that. Um I I I don't see a whole lot coming. The Steelers defense still been pretty solid, but I I can see the Bills just taking over in this one. I'm really not confident in the Steelers putting up points in this game, so I also really like the under. 47 seems way too high. Um, You know, if you parlay Bills and and the under, you know, you could get some little extra juice there um, because that's not a typical outcome that would happen, but I I really do think that will. I think the Bills can just put up points and – not let the Steelers do a whole lot of offense here. What do you guys think?
2: This is a tough one. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Bills, but um, I, the Steelers' defense, you know, isn't terrible. Uh, I think they, the Bills' offense, too, has struggled the last two weeks um, relative to what they were the first two weeks. Um, and it's going back to last year, the Steelers actually went into Buffalo and beat them. Um, not that – that these two teams are any and anywhere close to where they were year plus ago but um I don't think this is a terrible matchup for the Steelers defense um in an offense I think there's a little bit of uncertainty with Pickett um I, I I think it's crazy that they're putting him in against the Bills. I thought they would at least have Mitch take this one and then uh make maybe make the switch out to this game but um yeah, I know the Bills Bills were able to get the huge win last week on the road at Baltimore. Um Steelers sort of gave it up at home. But uh you might see a little bit of rejuvenation from the Steelers team with Kenny Pickett at the home now. So I, I'm probably gonna stay off this game with the big line. Um but if I had to choose, I think I'd take the Bills minus fourteen.
0: Yeah, I uh really uh I like what you're putting down there, Adam, I completely agree. I think there's just a lot of unknown. Um, fully expect the Bills to be able to take care of business at home in this one, but for uh, me, it's just kind of a matter of when do they take their foot off the gas and um, are the Steelers able to get any garbage time to, to kind of hit a backdoor cover here. Um, I I think this is a pretty good line. I I, I think it's a stay away for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, if I was going to take anything, I'd, I'd tell you to go Bills, but uh, don't feel great about it.
2: I'm actually flipping officially to the Steelers. Steelers, you know,
1: I will say to your point you had about the Bills' recent uh, games not showing up. I mean, last two performances weren't great. I mean, you you had Ravens this past week where it was a windy, wet storm, and then two weeks ago in the hot Miami sun. So those are a little uphill battles. Outliers almost, and you know, still put up twenty three and nineteen respectively. I, I um, guess I, I, I'm not too worried about that offense.
2: Yeah, I guess the reason why I'm flipping it has more to do with the Steelers. You, you don't see a team getting fourteen points with a coach like Mike Tomlin like ever. Uh so I I you know That's fair. they're more than capable of covering that line. So
0: I think there's something you touched on, am too, coming out energized with a new quarterback under center. Uh, especially somebody you drafted. I, I I think that could uh like I said provide a spark to a team that kinda needs one, so uh, yeah, I think I want to stay away from that. All right. Uh, next game up guys, we've got, uh, the Falcons taking on the Bucks. Uh, Buccaneers are at home in this one with, uh, uh, their favorites, uh, by eight and a half points with the over under at 48. Um, of course the, uh, Bucks, uh, ran into the, uh, Pat Mahomes, uh, uh freight train last hmm. week and, uh. Yeah, had a tough time there. Um, and the Falcons uh, got the win at home against the uh, Browns. They continue to look uh, much better than the uh, the pundits had them pegged for uh, before the season. So um, I don't know, guys. I was a little surprised to see uh, the Falcons um, getting this many points. Um, I, I like them here getting eight and a half, even on the road. Um, you know, this is a spot where the Bucks. Are kind of struggling They're still a good team They've got a great defense um, Dealing with a lot of injuries On the offensive side of the ball I think this is one of those games Where You know I think the powers that be in Tampa Know that they gotta get this one right uh, And and they'll do everything They gotta do in practice this week To make sure they get the W here um, But the eight and a half points Seems like a lot um, Especially with this Bucks offense That hasn't really impressed me much So I, I really like the Falcons this week I just think uh too many points, and, uh, you know, a little bit of an injury concern uh, with the Falcons, though. Obviously, Cordero, uh, he's not going to be able to go, it looks like, uh, for this next game. So, um, you know, they're going to have to uh, find kind of a new primary source of offense. But really, uh, Mariota's looked pretty solid uh, running that offense and in, in game managing. So I, I just don't know that the Bucks are going to be able to capitalize on a lot of turnovers here. Um, I think the Falcons could do enough on offense to cover the eight and a half.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I think the Falcons could do enough here. Um, they've definitely shown it. Um, I'm probably staying off this game, um, most mostly because I think this is a pretty. These are pretty good lines, and especially <laughs> divisional games. You know, they could go uh, any sort of way depending on what kind of game plan these guys come out with. Because you know, they they play each other all the time. So um, you know, I do think the Falcons are going to keep it close. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers, uh, yeah, they, they've been a solid. Their rushed defense, uh, that that's more of their weaker side um, in that, uh, you know, I think the Falcons, what they've been doing on the ground has been good enough that they could get it going against this Bucks team. Um, and, you know, we, we got to see uh, if Brady can keep it up from uh, this past Sunday night uh, against the Chiefs. I mean, he started getting it going, but – um, I, now he now he does have all his weapons back, so um, I I can see where this line, where there's a possibility that the Buccaneers could just take it away, but Falcons have just been grinding in games too much that I can't imagine them not staying within eight and a half points here.
2: Yep, now yep, I'm with the I'm with you guys. I'm on the Falcons getting eight and a half. I, I've been pretty impre- impressed with the Falcons this year. Arthur Smith uh, seems to have an identity for this team, um, and, and it's 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 running the ball and playing. Uh, adequate defense. And we haven't really seen Drake, uh, Drake London and Kyle Pitts really get going yet. So I, I mean, those are weapons that they have that they're not really utilizing right now. Um, And I expect, you know, I expect them to break out at some point. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be this matchup, but Falcons are very capable of keeping us within, within a touchdown, let alone eight and a half, Uh, even on the road uh, division opponents yeah I, I like the falcons here I, I you know even even with corduroy out uh algier and uh forgot the other guy um that came huntley. in Huntley. yeah huntley last week uh did an adequate job i know bucks are starting to get a little healthy uh godwin came back he looked pretty good um but yeah the the concerns with their o line and uh they're they're still pretty valid so i the bucks bucks probably get the win here but Yeah, this eight and a half is too much to give up for a division opponent that's two and one and looking on the up and up. So, I'm taking the Falcons. All
0: right, guys, next game up. We've got the Titans taking on the Washington football team. Uh, Team are two and a half point underdogs at home. Uh, Over under in this one is at 42.5. Team have really struggled since their uh, week one win at home against Jacksonville. Um, And the Titans have kind of turned the quarter last couple weeks They've looked a little bit better passing game uh, Starting to uh, improve as uh, Tannehill and uh, Bobby Trees As Robbie calls him, Robert Woods uh, Start to uh, get uh, a little bit more chemistry uh, together So uh, as I said, uh, team getting uh, two and a half points here uh, As an underdog at home And uh, guys, I I still, uh, I really like the Titans in this one um, it seems that they've kind of figured out some of their early season issues. And uh, if you want to talk about a team that's looked like uh, the worst team in the NFL for the last three weeks, I think it's it's the team. Uh, they've looked bad. Uh, they can't protect Carson Wentz. And even when he does have protection, he doesn't look great. Um, and uh, as I said, the Titans are starting to turn a corner, looking a little bit better. Um, you know, have played uh, respectable defense the last couple games uh, in this uh Washington offense doesn't really scare me. I think that they're going to be able to uh, utilize Derrick Henry here, kind of control the clock, and uh, and kind of just run this one out in Washington. So uh, give me the team, or I'm sorry, give me the Titans uh, uh, minus two and a half in this one.
2: Yep, I'm right with you. I like the Titans. Um, they're definitely the better coached team in this matchup. Um, the team defense, you know, they've been. A huge disappointment again after last year's huge disappointment. Um, I don't think either Jack Del Rio, their D coordinator, or Ron Rivera, are very long for the season. Um, even I mean their offense isn't looking bad. I know they struggled in Dallas, but um, that's not been their issue. They just can't stop anybody. Um, I I think Derek, like you said, Derek Henry goes off this. Um you know, they got the running game going, but they're all their passing game's also starting to get going. Uh Daniel's looking much better. The, they established a run and then they do their play action. Um I know Traylon Burks got hurt, but uh they got some options over there and I I am not too concerned and they definitely have the better defense. I think they um you know, they got a good pass rush. Uh Dupree had a couple sacks last week and this team O line is 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 a mess. Um so even though they might not have the Playmakers in the secondary to stop stop the team passing attack. I th- think they get home and get get a, get a couple sacks on once, maybe force a turnover too. Um, but yeah, I, I like them. Like them minus two and a half here on the road. I, I maybe Robbie touched on this, but I also like this over at forty two and a half. That number is way too low for for this matchup.
1: Yeah, I think that's way too low as well. Uh, that one actually had me scratching my head a little bit because I, I mean. Titans at least uh, offensively the only game they haven't put up at least twenty points was against the Bills and I think that's pretty understandable to not put up a lot of points against the Bills defense and the team uh, yeah they've looked a little rough offensively last couple of weeks but they played two good defenses recently in the Cowboys and in the Eagles uh, and before that they were put they had put up uh, twenty seven against the Lions and twenty eight against the Jaguars. Um, so I, I think they do have the ability that if they are able to if Carson Wentz is gonna have some time in the pocket to be able to go through his progressions, um, you know I think they're gonna be able to make moves. Um, we I guess we'll see how uh, Brian Robinson is gonna pop back with the uh, Commanders here. Um, maybe he'll give a rush or a little boost to that rushing game little bit but um you know titans it, they did trail on burks it does seem like he was starting to maybe come in his own and that that might hurt the passing game in the titans a little bit but you know this team like you said this team defense is not good and i expect points to be coming from both sides but i'm with you guys i'm gonna side with the team i'm only gonna take the over in this matchup
0: yeah you know you mentioned uh the team putting up uh Twenty seven on the Lions. You know, that is about eighteen points less though than everybody else has put up against that the Lions. Is true. So you got you gotta factor that in. Um Jaguars though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, they uh they got a good week one win in the Jaguars somehow. That one's kind of looking weirder and weirder as the season goes. Uh I think uh what I think it's Bears uh team next week. And oh jeez. That could be uh Sloppy. Just the worst game of the year. Thursday night sloppy. Yeah, that's just. Uh, the Bears are yeah, had have those ugly ass uh, orange helmets oh, cool. on, too. Yeah. That just. It might be awful. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Early, uh, early under on that one. Early under. 30, 36 might be the over under in that. We'll see.
1: I'm going to actually see if there's an early line for that because I'm curious.
0: All right, guys. Uh, next game up. 40. Oh, it's. It's 40? They actually already have it? The
2: team defense is horrible. I don't know if I'd bet any under with them.
0: (laughs) Even the Bears. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. All right, guys. Uh, Next up, we've got the uh, Chargers taking on the Browns. Uh, Browns are three-point underdogs at home in this one with the over-under set at 47.5. I talked about the Browns. uh, They had a tough loss on the road in Atlanta last weekend. Should get Miles Garrett back after he missed uh, as a result of the car accident he was in. I think Clowney as well. Yeah, Clowney's coming back, so that defense should get a nice boost. Uh, Chargers still dealing with uh, a couple injuries, but they're starting to get healthier. Um, You know, they got the win in uh, Houston last weekend, but that uh, I think got a little closer uh, than uh, Brendan Staley would have liked. But, uh, uh, guys, I I actually like the Chargers here minus three. I just think, uh, you know, this Browns team, I'm, I'm just not so sure how I feel about them. Uh, and, you know, when this Chargers team is right, they, they just seem to be able to put up points. Um, I, I'm just a little concerned with this uh, Browns offense. I just don't know that they're going to be able to run the ball uh, as effectively as they need to in order to uh, really uh, execute their game plan. I think the Chargers, you know, if they. Focus on uh, containing Chubb and uh, Hunt in this one. Then uh, you know it's going to be tough for them to come back uh, against this uh, high-powered uh, Chargers offense. So uh, I'll I'll take Chargers minus three here. Yeah, this
1: is this is a tough one for me. This one's definitely um, one that I want to look at some injury reports going throughout the week because to me this is too early to tell just from both sides right now. Um, I I am expecting. Uh, the Browns to get a lot of those key defensive players that you're mentioning, uh, just a couple seconds ago, Evan. So I am going to side with the Browns. I think this is going to be a spot for them to get back on track, especially at home. And, you know, I, I, I would take the points right now for, uh, teams that I, I think are pretty, could be a little even matched, um, you know, um. Well, you know, I th- I think the Chargers are a better team, but I I I think the Browns could keep it close, so I I'll take the points in this one.
2: Yeah, I'm leaning Browns too, uh, getting three points. Um, yeah, I, you know the Browns are going to be able to run the ball on this Chargers defense. Uh, you know, with the injuries that they've sustained, Bose is a huge loss, especially against the run. Um, I I think Browns have success and dictate uh, game or pace of play here. Um, you know, this, this, this line is pretty high and I I think, um, yeah, Evan's on the under, but I, I, you know, I, I'd probably see the under too, but, um, I, you know, chargers (laughs) seems like the last decade that they've had one or two games a year where a special team sort of let them down and they end up losing a game that they really shouldn't. Um, got, I got a weird feeling this might be a game where the special teams, uh, you know, causes a, a collapse for them, and Browns capitalize. Um, you know, Br- Browns need need wins early um, to keep them in the race for when Deshaun comes back, and this is a winnable game for them. I don't know if they're going to pull out the win, um, but I think they're going to keep it close enough to cover this three-point line. So, give me the Browns here. I think they got the the sec- playmakers in the in the secondary to limit the passing attack for the Chargers. Limit limit it to a certain extent, but, yeah, I like the Browns.
0: All right, guys, next up we've got the uh, aforementioned uh, Texans heading into Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Jags are uh, seven-point favorites at home in this one with the over-under at 44.5. Jags uh, uh, had a real test uh, last week on the road uh, against the Eagles, Uh, started out up uh, 14-0 but then allowed 29 unanswered points as the Eagles got rolling, uh, in that one, but, uh, certainly got off on the right foot. Um, you know, obviously Jaguars, this is two teams that, uh, have had some defenses that have really shown, uh, some good things. And, uh, you know, the Texans have been in every game, uh, you know, which is a real credit to their team because, you know, not a lot of people gave them a chance. Uh, and this Jaguars team has been a real upstart team. So, um, you know, two teams that, uh, at least uh watching these games have kind of impressed me uh adam what are your thoughts on this one
2: yeah, it's a tough one I, I think i'm going to take the jags uh minus seven just uh home field advantage i think they have a better offense I, I think their defense defensive line in particular is going to be able to put a halt on uh damian pierce who looked very good last week um and make the texans beat them through the air um we we haven't really seen davis mills um maybe maybe once last year in new england but have have a real successful road outing um i don't know if he's going to go down to duval and do it here and you know last week was tough like you mentioned evan for the jags but i i think that was more of a one-off i don't know if um the texans have the defense aligned to make Lawrence struggle that much i think they got to him seven times um yeah i don't think that's going to happen too much and i I think the jags are going to be able to establish a run and give them more of a balance attack in this matchup. Um, I mean, don't feel great about it. Seven's a lot for a uh, division opponent, but I think I'm going to have to side with them.
1: Yeah. I, I'm just looking at this and the next game that's on our list. And to me, both of these have, well, they have similar lines and they're very similar to divisional games. Um, so not going to completely spoiler, maybe let you th- guys think about that one, but I, I think it's pretty, pretty similar. What I'm going to Say at this upcoming game, and that the you know Jags are the better team, and the Texans. You know, I I just don't see their offense getting a whole lot on this Jags defense. So I'm gonna lean taking the points on the Jaguars, but you know, being a divisional game, I just I'm just not so certain about it. Uh, to me, on paper, Jags should be able to roll them, but uh, you know, the Texans can. They do have the ability to keep it close. They're hanging in with everybody, so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, doesn't feel right.
0: Yeah, um, you know, this game, I'm I'm not going to bet. My head tells me Jag should be able to cover the seven here. That defense will be too much um, for Mills to handle. And uh, I imagine they'll force a couple turnovers and, and be able to break away in this game. Plus, uh, you know, Texans have uh, given up some yardage on the ground uh, this season. And, uh, you know, the Jags, when they're able to run the ball, um, they've they've looked really strong, as, as Robbie pointed out. Uh, so I think they're going to be able to do that. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay off just because uh, every single week this Texans team finds a way to, to be in the game. Uh, they didn't cover last week, but they were they were damn close. Uh, and they, they fought back in the game when they were uh, kind of getting worked over by the Chargers. So um, I don't know, a little, little worried uh, about betting big numbers against the Texans Just because they seem to be able to do enough To, to fight back in these games Alright guys uh, Let's see Robbie uh, If you guys can play along With the guessing game uh, That Robbie teased here It's uh, the Bears taking on the Vikings uh, Vikings are also 7 point favorites Like the Jags were uh, And this line is at 44 uh, Vikings of course Got the big win in London uh, against the Saints and the Bears had the loss in New York against the Giants. Um, guys, uh, I, we we talk about it ad nauseum, but uh, you know the Bears' offense uh, just uh, at least the passing game—they don't really have anything going right now. And um, you know the Vikings there just uh, you know seem to be able to do enough on defense to. Uh, Stay in these games and their offense is clicking. Justin Jefferson is absolutely the real deal. He's uh, been very impressive so far this season. A lot of weapons on the Vikings team. Uh, I I like. I really like the Vikings here. Um, I just. I don't know how I could bet the Bears on the road uh, against a team that's very capable of putting up points. yeah i just i just don't think the bears can do enough offensively to really stay in this game um i i think the vikings minus seven is is really good value actually um wouldn't surprise me if this line got to eight or nine by the weekend uh, but uh yeah i i'll take the vikings here just uh, i've seen enough of this bear's offense and uh uh vikings Offense is kind of low-key, got a lot of weapons. Uh, Thielen is starting to pick up his involvement more. We talked about Justin Jefferson, but they've also got uh, uh, is good on the uh, outside that's getting a lot of targets for them. And then, obviously, whether or not Dalvin Cook uh, can go um, is a big issue. But Alexander Madison is a very capable backup. So they've got plenty of weapons on the offensive end uh, for the Vikings. So I think they should have no problem covering the seven here at home.
2: Yeah, I'm probably not going to bet this game, but I'm going to lean the Vikings as well. Um, you know, one thing that sort of, you know, I would like to verify closer to the game is whether Jalen Johnson's going to play for the Bears corner. Um, if he can't go hammer the Vikings because he's the only guy in the, the Bears capable, even capable of stopping Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, I mean, you said it, Ev. Um, Bears offense, you cannot have any faith in them. I, I, you know, especially on the road. At, at home, you can run the ball and you know dictate, and maybe get a couple stops and and get a groove going. But on the road, if um, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to establish a run to a point where they can actually open up play action and get the pass game going. I, I see them really struggling here. Um, you know, I Vikings offense is is capable enough of putting up a big number on this Bears team, and I I just don't know if the Bears can get the you know 15 points in this game. So uh give me the vikings minus seven um same sort of same same feeling as the the Jags Texans games it's a lot seven uh giving up seven to a division opponent but uh I'm gonna have to side with them
1: yeah um you know i I will go off saying that I do not think this Vikings team is as good as the record shows i mean they're a lot it feels like the last couple of weeks. They got a couple lucky finishes to win both those last two games. But um, I still think they're a much better team than the Bears team. And thinking about this one more, I, I think this is going to just play so well in the Vikings. So, yeah, I'm going to jump on to Vikings minus seven before this line shifts too much. Um, you know, especially think, thinking between this game and the pre game we just talked about, I think the Texans are much more likely to have a backdoor cover than this Bears team can will. Uh you know, they just can't get anything going on offense and I not it I'm not sure if Fields is gonna be the answer for the Bears. Uh you know something's going on with that offense. I mean I've said it plenty of times before about, about the Bears. <laughs> they can't, they're gonna to need to show me something, but uh, until then, um, I do like this Vikings in this the Vikings in this spot. Just only a touchdown, yeah, I'll take that.
0: Yeah, um, Adam, good call out there with uh, Jalen uh, Johnson. Uh, Bears have really been missing him. Um, Kyler Gordon uh, was the Bears' top draft point uh, choice this year. Um, Still working on some things in coverage. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Peanut Tillman really early in his career, kind of figuring out the coverage aspect. But uh, pretty solid in the run game. Uh, does a lot of good things, uh, you know, on the outside. Uh, forcing uh, plays back to the inside uh, where his team can help. So, um, But, uh, yeah, kind of a bit of a liability in coverage uh, this early on. But uh, still a rookie, so uh, we'll see. Uh Next game up, guys, we've got the Lions taking on the Patriots. Patriots are three-point favorites at home in this one. Um, kind of unclear here still, right, Robbie, with the uh, quarterback injury situation. Um, obviously, uh, Hoyer was in for a little bit this last week, and then uh, Zappy had to come in. Uh, not sure. Kind of doesn't seem like Mac Jones is going to be ready to go uh, for this one either. Uh, so it could be the Zappy show again. Uh, but that said, uh, I think this line is kind of a testament to the Pats defense and the fact that they're at home in this one. Um, so, Robbie, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, I kind of remember the Patriots are looking, we're looking at uh, trying out some quarterbacks as well. So, that's not a very good sign for um, either uh, Mac Jones or Hoyer coming back. Um, but um you know uh this this is a tough one for me um as far as the spread goes um you know i i think the lions they've showed they could at least stay competitive um but uh, at the same time uh, it doesn't seem like they have any finishing power patriots are just a rock solid team all all around and but i'm Gonna just take the points with the Lions here and probably disappoint myself. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bet the Lions on this one, but I'll side with them here. Um, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how this is gonna play off out, but I might be a sucker for this over here. Uh, Lions have just been in shootouts, and forty six and a half just seems low, regardless of who's gonna start with the Patriots. They, they'll have no problem. Going through the air or even through the ground against this Lions defense, they've just been pretty bad. And even if the Patriots defense is good, um, you know, Goff has enough weapons. Uh, You you know, uh, Josh Reynolds was able to step up in Amon-Ra's absence. Um, And if Amon-Ra's back, you know, that's even better for the Lions. So I I don't have any questions about this Lions offense being able to put up points. So. I'm going to be a sucker for this, this over here and probably going to get beat on this.
2: Yeah, I, I actually really like the Patriots here. Uh, just their combination of run game and defense. Uh, even with Z- uh, Zappi at the helm, I, I think they play complementary football. And in this Lions defense, you know, the numbers that they've given up the first four weeks are historically bad. Um, so I think the Patriots are going to have success um you, you know even with a mediocre to bad offense and on a defensive side no I, I think they're going to allow some yards but I, it might be one of those bend-not-break situations and uh, might see a lot more field goals and touchdowns for the lions were so far this year they've they've really capitalized in the red zone and actually've gotten those touchdowns uh, last week you know it, you didn't really see the loss of DeAndre Swift um, and Amonra hurt them uh i think for this matchup swift is likely out amanra is a question mark but um if those guys can't go i I could see those absences actually mattering in this situation um and i i just i just have more faith in this patriots team this defense this coaching staff um eventually the buck's going to end with this lions offense and, and, and it might be here on the road in new england
0: yeah i think for me the key uh injury is Amandra. Obviously, we're recording this on Tuesday night, so uh, still a little bit unclear if he's going to be able to come back, but uh, I, I really like the, uh, the Lions if he is able to go, so I'll be monitoring that. Um, my thing here with the Lions, uh, rule of thumb, I think has worked in it, uh, every single one of their games, is whoever's getting the points, just take them when it's a Lions game, because uh, it's going to be close. Um, and, and taking an over while you're at it, too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just think um, like the Lions getting three here, Pats uh, with uh, you know figuring out kind of a uh, revolving door of quarterbacks here with the injury situation. Um, not uh, really looking to take them. They have to cover a lot of points, and uh, you know we've seen this Lions offense uh, at least capable of putting up points. It's just kind of a matter of can their defense uh, do enough and. And uh, get a stop You know once every couple weeks Because I, I don't know they're, they're really struggling But uh, they do seem to find a way To uh, get in these Close games um, uh, Late so uh, you know for that reason I'll, I'll take the Lions here but uh, Frankly I, I think This becomes a lock territory if, if Amon Ra is able to play I think that will really help their offense uh, and, and should allow them to, to Really keep pace with the Pats All right, uh, next game up, guys, we've got the Seahawks taking on the Saints. Uh, Seahawks are five-and-a-half-point underdogs here on the road uh, as uh, the Saints come back from London uh, to the Superdome. Uh, The over-under in this one is 45-and-a-half. Guys, for me, uh, you know, the Seahawks looked real good in Detroit last week. Um, Their offenses looked great all season. Uh, Gino is absolutely slinging the ball um, So uh, You know I, I look at this Line uh, I see Seahawks Plus five and a half and I just I Ask myself why um, I don't know what the Saints have shown me all season To suggest that they are Capable of covering that kind of a number uh, Even if they are at home um, Add on the fact that They're coming back from overseas Um For this game not on Short rest or or not on extra rest Or anything like that just a standard uh, Amount of rest This this line uh, Absolutely stunned me um, To be honest with you guys Especially with the injury situations That the Saints are going through right now Unclear at this point if Kamara is going to be able to go Um, Obviously uh, They're dealing with injuries to Michael Thomas Uh, whether or not he's going to be able To go whether or not Kamara is able to go They're still going to be banged up Uh, Jameis is dealing with uh, I believe he said a fractured back Uh, That doesn't sound great Uh, You know This Seahawks offense Now that Geno can throw the ball You're kind of remembering like Oh they've got Lockett And uh, uh, D.K. Metcalf on the outside I think a lot of people just chalked up Lost seasons for them Going into this year Thinking that their quarterback situation Was going to be a mess But Geno has looked great And those guys are getting the ball Early and often even their tight end play, uh, Will Disley, he's been a real good factor uh, for this offense. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Seahawks are, are really surprised me in a positive way, considering they were a candidate for uh, one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, I absolutely love the Seahawks this week. Um, this is this is an absolute lock of the week for me at plus five and a half.
2: But it's a lock! No! Yeah, I, I can't agree with you more. Um you know, this is one of three candidates for my lock. Uh, you guys, you you took this one, and I love it. Uh, you saw Pete Carroll get after it with that win win against the Lions. You, you love to see that he he's fired up. A, a lot of you know some of the talking heads thought that this Seahawks team might cake it in with after the Russell trade and in a full rebuild, and that's just not the case. Um, you know, I, this offense has plenty of talent. Um, and the defense is coming along they, they didn't look great last week and they're probably not going to be great going forward but I don't think this Saints offense is one to capitalize on on the defensive weaknesses for this team Olave is really their only explosive player right now only healthy explosive player um, and Dalton Dalton looked good in London last week but um, you know I, I don't think with the the loss of the playmakers and I you know I just have a tough time seeing him duplicate that success uh, again um, versus the Seahawks, and I I just you know five and a half is just way too much points to give up for a Seahawks team that's really clicking right now. Uh, They're playing complimentary football. You saw Rashad Penny go off for 150 yards. Um, Yeah, I I I really like what I've seen out of the Seahawks. You know, going into the year, I I sort of had the Saints penciled in as one of those wild card teams. Uh, I would not be surprised if you know two months from now we're, we're talking Seahawks in that position um especially with how bad the Rams have looked in the NFC west so um yeah love the Seahawks here getting getting the points um feel great about it
1: huh oh, I'm gonna side with you guys on Seahawks but I probably won't play I think maybe if I see if this line stays pretty saint similar after seeing what the Saints injuries reports come out with. Uh, maybe maybe I'll make a play on that then uh, if there's some key players out. Uh, I would actually believe that Kamara would be uh, coming back since they just put Latavius Murray back on the practice squad for the Broncos to just nab. Um, so I would imagine that he's going to be – playing in this game and definitely be a little bit of a factor, even though he hasn't even really gotten going this year. Um, but I, I am with you that the Seahawks should be able to keep this closer than uh, – It's this is just tough for me. I, I, I think I'm going to wait on this one, um, but I, I am leaning Seahawks for sure. It just seems like maybe, maybe I'd feel more comfortable if they got six points here. If they got six, I'd, I'd be over it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm soft <laughs> okay. uh, I'm very so soft Those are valid points um, I, For me, I just I don't know that the Kamara factor even really He doesn't look great this year He didn't look great last year uh, He doesn't appear to be that game wrecker That he was uh first couple of years of his season Which isn't surprising Because a lot of running backs uh, tend to fall off As they get uh, you know into their fourth, fifth, sixth season So, um, yeah, I, I just... Uh, been very impressed with the Seahawks you said it Adam uh this the Russell leaving seems to have rejuvenated that team not uh They're not, not demoralized them so no they've they've got a lot of fighting them uh all right guys uh, next up we've got the 49ers taking on the Panthers Panthers are getting six and a half points at home here over under and this one's set at 39 and a half. uh Robbie why don't you start this one off
1: yeah, we, we we just saw the uh, Niners bounce back after a loss um, in classic Jimmy G. Kyle Shanahan st- style. Um, pretty pretty resounding one. This Niners defense is looking very good. And I find it hard to believe um, that uh, uh, the Panthers are going to be able to get anything going <laughs> against this defense. They've just been looking really good. Um, this So, uh, you know, and, man, has Baker looked even somewhat good at all this year? I I don't think so. Uh, I mean, the last game, the game they played last week, uh, you know, was probably best outing so far. And um, I can't – not sure if this Cardinals defense is still banked up or not that good. Um, but um, I, I think the Niners are going to have no problem taking it to this Panthers team. Um, I, I think they could take – win by at least a touchdown here um you know they this should be a team that should capitalize off all the panthers mistakes on offense and be able to um use all their playmakers on the on the outside debo and iuk and even kittle up the middle now they they got kittle back you know that offense has even looked like they took a little step off so um you know i like the niners here Uh, i'll take them minus six and a half no problem
2: yeah, I'm all over the Niners here in this matchup. Uh, even with the short week, the defense looks elite, top three unit in the league. They got the Stafford seven times, um, and, and on offense, it's simpler, but it's it's better than uh, what you know what they were probably planning on going with with Trey Lance. Um, you're you haven't even seen Kittle go off yet. He's still working his way back, to uh, getting healthy. But yeah, combination of D- Debo Ayuk and Jeff Wilson uh, at the skill positions. Is is really really uh, formidable at this this point, and nothing nothing on the Panthers can match that. Even Christian McCaffrey, I I I really next to the Bears, this Panthers team is the next least disappointing team uh, when it comes to offensive football. Um, they're not getting the ball to their playmakers in space, um, not getting any sort of uh, tempo or, or rhythm going on offense, despite having a pretty decent defense. Um, but yeah, in this matchup, uh, this one could get ugly at the road. I wouldn't be surprised if this gets real bad to the point where maybe Matt Rule gets fired afterwards with a bad home loss. So, um, they're 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 almost at that point in in Carolina. Um, but yeah, at 49ers, their defense comes to play in this matchup. I I really like them, even if it goes to seven points, giving up seven.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it wouldn't surprise me if. Uh... Panthers were reaching out to Dua Lipa to find a new rule uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he's absolutely coaching for his job here um I don't know uh you know guys for me I, I'm probably staying off this one um I just think uh it's a pretty big line at six and a half 49ers have looked better but uh and the same token uh in their couple road games, they have not looked that great. So before I'm taking them to cover a big number on the road, I think I just got to see them do it first. So uh, absolutely agree. This Panthers team is trash. Uh, I expect a firing squad to basically get rid of uh, everybody in charge there. But uh, I'm, uh, I just got to wait and see uh, that the Sniders team can do it on the road. Okay, guys, next up, we've got the Eagles taking on the Cardinals. Cardinals are five-point home underdogs in this one, over-under set at 49 and a half. Uh, You know, guys, uh, Eagles have been uh, the team of the first quarter of the season, uh, at least uh, they've looked great. They're the lone uh, undefeated team left. Uh, hasn't been a lot of faults in their game. Um, defense, especially their secondary, has been extremely solid. Uh, And I think uh, Jalen Hurts, his performance at quarterback um, has really been impressive. And, uh, you know, uh, I frankly wasn't a believer, so I'll I'll, uh, at least for right now uh, say that I was wrong about, uh, you know, what I expected from him this season. As for the Cardinals, they're still banged up, missing a lot of pieces, a lot of injuries on that uh, wide receiver core. They can't wait to get... uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins back in uh, Week 7 uh, but they've got a few co- uh, A few more weeks to get there uh, So they're just kind of grinding things Out until they get some of their pieces back But uh, you know they are five Point underdogs here um, I'm going to take them getting the five uh, I just think this feels like A backdoor cover to me but I, I Would not say that I'm confident in this at all uh, The play That I like in this one is I'll take The over 49 and a half Uh That Eagles team has been able to put up points at will, it seems. Uh, And this Cardinals defense isn't exactly um, uh, world beaters on the defensive side of the ball. And I think, uh, you know, Kyler's got uh, plenty of garbage time left in him in this game, even if the Eagles uh, get up early. So I think both teams will be in the 20s here. Uh, I might see uh, Eagles push into... uh, uh, into the 30s and i think if the cardinals are going to make a game out of this they're going to have to put up at least 24 so uh, uh i'll take the uh over 49 and a half i feel good about that
1: you know that uh kyler uh garbage time as you mentioned was one of the things that maybe has me a little concerned about this but i am I'm, I'm leading on the Eagles side um i i, I think they could win by a, by a touchdown here but yeah, again, uh, Kyler can come back and keep these guys in the game. But I just think the Eagles are just by far the better team. They're the more complete team right now. They're the healthier team right now. Just basically a- every box to me just checks Eagles here. But I I could see the Cardinals being able to stay with it. So I'm not confident in this game whatsoever.
2: Yeah, I'm going to think the Cardinals. I feel pretty good about them. Um, getting five points at home. One, one, this Cardinals defense, they, they look Absolutely awful week one, but ever since then they've allowed, you know, under twenty three points a game, which isn't isn't terrible. Um, coupled with an offense that really hasn't gotten going yet, but you know, over the last three years with the under the the Cliff Kyler uh, combo, you know, they, they've been one of the better offenses in the league, um, and and they're getting healthier too. Rondell Moore came back uh, last week; he wasn't really effective, but I, I see him getting getting a little bit more involved each every week. Um, and and I you know the Eagles team I, I I see this matchup being a pretty close one. I think this is uh I think they end up winning this game in in uh, in Arizona, but you know I, I I I sort of thought it would be that way last week too, and ended up covering covering the line. Uh, I just think with them being on the road this week, um, I'm leaning the Cardinals getting the points. I I, I would lean over to. Um, both offenses, I think, have some success here. But, um, yeah, I, I'm taking the Cardinals here. Pro- probably not going to bet it.
0: All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that will be uh, one of the more exciting games of the late window. Hopefully the Cardinals are able to uh, make a game out of that. Okay, guys, uh, another good uh, late window game here. We've got the uh, Cowboys taking on the Rams. Uh, Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorites in uh, SoFi. For this one uh, over under, and this one's set at forty three and a half. Uh, I'm turning this one over to Adam. Uh, What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, um, you know, cowboy expert, (laughs) self-proclaimed. Four and this year on betting the Cowboys. So uh, at least this year, I'm putting that name to to worth. But yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) not surprised here. I'm loving the Cowboys here. Um, Them getting four and a half points this week is going to be my lock but it's a lock. I haven't felt this good about a lock in a long time. Uh, several factors here uh, make this a great matchup for the Cowboys. Uh, one, Rams short week um, coming off the the Monday night game. Two, they got they got really banged up specifically on the offensive line. Uh, I think they lost two tackles in the game against the 49ers. Uh, that's gonna hurt going to hurt going against Micah Parsons and Dexter Lawrence. Um, just really bad matchup here and and you know Ram's offense thus far it's only been Cooper cup um and and I know he's not perfect in in coverage but uh you put Stefan Diggs on him I, I I see him getting at least at least one pick in this game um he's probably gonna have 17 targets against so I think it gets one uh Stafford right now leading the league in picks with six um. Yeah. I, I, this is this is such a great matchup for the Cowboys' uh, defense going up against this Rams' offense. And the other side, um, you know, the Cowboys really didn't stru- sort of struggled to run the ball last week uh, against the team. Um, and but you saw Michael Gallup get in a touch touchdown in the end zone. Um, you know, it's nice to see him back and healthy. I, I think another week, uh, Dalton Schultz. Um, he, he's getting healthier too. This Cowboys offense is getting 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 healthier at the right time. I know Zach Martin left the game with an injury. I think I think he's going to be fine in playing. Uh, it's going to be a big big key uh, when you're going up against Aaron Donald. He can he's one of the only guys in the league that can semi neutralize him. Um, but yeah, and I, I, you know Cooper Rush, hats off to him. Uh, what he's going this is his fifth game. He's going to try to go five and zero. Um, you know, he plays a style of football that really matches this team's strengths, and he's not losing any of these games for them. And for the Cowboys to be getting four and a half points, uh, even if they don't win here, which I think they will, uh, I think Cooper Rush keeps them in the game. And I, I haven't seen anything from this Rams offense this year that, you know, screams that they're going to run away against this Cowboys defense. I, I don't understand this line at all. Um, give me the Cowboys here. I love them at four and a half, but I I, I think they're going to win this game, so I'll take a money line as well.
1: Uh, I'm i I'm with you. I'm, I'm taking them with the points and taking a money line as well. I I think they could come in and pull out a win here. Uh, yeah, this line is a little bit confusing to me as well uh, because the Rams, it seems like they're just going down. I mean, even watching Stafford play, it just, it almost looks like he's kind of just checked out now now he got his goal of winning the super bowl and now he's doesn't really need to do anything else it, it too just, bad alan
2: robinson doesn't have that excuse <laughs> that <he's>, is true <laughs> talk about checked out uh, he got his contract he's, and he's done
1: he's done um but this yeah this rams offense it, cooper cup is like the only player on this offense that has looked uh good and i mean he's looked phenomenal but um, Cowboys, I I think Cooper Rush has just been doing such a great job at, in relief of Dak that uh, it it's kind of smacked his face uh, having the Cowboys being four and a half point dogs at this point. Uh, yeah, I I love this line too. Uh, I, I'm right there with you. I I think the Cowboys' defense is not as good as the Niners, so you know maybe the Rams will get a little more going, but I don't think they're going to have too much
2: success overall one more thing too this is going to be a home crowd for the cowboys they will absolutely have more fans in the stadium than the rams i i I, yeah i I haven't seen a line this confusing in a long time
0: uh yeah i mean you guys really hammered it home uh I'll, i'll take the cowboys as well um when we were talking uh i think it was yesterday just about early lines we liked um, this was also one that just jumped off the page for me So, um, yeah it, You know, the Cowboys have looked phenomenal uh, Here the last couple weeks And you're getting great value um, With them because of the Cooper Rush situation right now um, But I, I don't I, I guess the public isn't realizing it It's causing some of these lines To to kind of shift uh, unfairly Into uh, the other team's favor Is that uh, like he's pointed out my like Cooper Rush style play just absolutely fits um, the overall team identity of the Cowboys much better um, than I think you know trying to kind of force the ball downfield with Dak, um, and I, I don't necessarily think that's a Dak problem. I just think it's it's just kind of the nature of the situation when you have a quarterback like Dak. You feel obligated to try to take a couple more deep shots with the weapons you have, rather than kind of let the game come to you, as they've uh, as they've done with Cooper Rush under center. So, um, yeah, I uh, big uh, big fan of the Cowboys this week. Love them. Love them plus four and a half. Um, you know, I, I agree. If I wasn't gonna lock lock up the Seahawks, I'd be locking up the Cowboys. So uh, yeah, love that play. All right, guys. Next up, uh, we've got. Uh, the Bengals taking on the Ravens. Ravens are three-point favorites at home in this one. Uh, Over-under is set at 48-and-a-half. Um, Robbie, why don't you take this one?
1: Oh, uh, great. This uh, this one should be a good game. You know, it seems like the Bengals are slowly getting back into form after a little bit of hangover to start the season. Um, and Ravens, uh, you know, they just had a tough, grinding battle uh against the Bills this past weekend. Um, but, and right, right now, um, who man, this, 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 this one's a tough one for me. Um, I've kind of been flip flopping all, all day on this one, but I'm going to lean with the Ravens with the points here. Um, you know, I think they just get it right. This game uh, Lamar has been doing playing so well. And you know, the, the conditions in their last game was kind of sloppy. I, I think, if they got uh, some nice weather for this one, I, I think Raven, Ravens, uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be able to do what he's been doing. And um, I think he's going to be able to get it done against this Bengals team who are slowly getting back at it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I really like the Bengals in this matchup uh, the more I'm thinking about it. Um, one, they had the extra extra time they played last Thursday, so they got the long week. Uh, Two, I think it's a good matchup against this Bengals or this Ravens team. Um, Rashad Bateman got banged up in the last match, uh, last game against the Bills. I don't think he'll be able to go. It sounds like it, it's a a high foot sprain. So I, even if he does go, I don't know how healthy he's going to be. And and you, you saw last year, I think. Bengals beat the ravens twice and it wasn't particularly close um you know they have the playmakers on the outside that sort of take advantage of uh the ravens secondary which thus far is probably their weakest weakest um unit in on their team and you know lamar's gonna have to play like an mvp to, to keep this one close because you know even with dobbins back i, I don't know where their pass offense is going to come from if, if um if it's not mark andrews um and you know maybe 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 they, they them to hook up for a huge game but uh i think this Bengals defense is good enough to sort of take away take away that um and make make some of the ancillary pieces beat them and and you know i this raven's defense isn't good I, i'm tired I, i've been saying it um and, and i don't know if vegas is really um, taking that into account So uh, The Bengals have the Better playmakers Even though Lamar uh, Jackson's Been playing like an MVP And if If John Harbaugh Pulls some of the Weird moves To <laughs> Go forward On fourth down Four minutes ago You know In their own 20 Like he did this Last week uh, I don't know they, they, That was a Really strange call And I think it cost them A win last week And it's It's not good mojo Heading into a huge Division matchup here um, You know Bengals, what, they're 2-2 two two now. Same with the Ravens. Uh, this is a huge matchup on Sunday night. Um, give me the team with getting the points.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, the Bengals here as well. I just think uh, I was surprised to see them at uh, plus 3 in this one. Uh, given the way that the Ravens have shown that their inability to close games out, um, not a big fan of taking them. Uh, Against a team with the uh, the Quality of the Bengals To have to cover three points here Especially uh, at home is where we've seen Them have a lot of the issues uh, Closing these games out So uh, I'm going to take the uh, Bengals here Plus three I think that's a pretty good value Okay last game up we've got The uh, Raiders taking on the Chiefs Uh, Chiefs are seven point favorites at home In this one over under set At 51 Uh, Adam why don't you lead this off
2: yeah' I'm, I'm gonna take the chiefs here. um I don't feel great about this one either way. I think the seven line is good. Uh, I think my major play here is gonna be the over fifty one um Raiders last year played this chiefs team last couple of years have played them pretty close um I, I think both offenses had success um and hit this over even though it's the highest highest number of the week on Monday night but um yeah, I, if I had to choose, I'd think the the chiefs uh minus seven. Uh, is my play
1: yeah I I don't really have a play on this one um you know I I I think you I'd lean the over as well um you know be it it seems like maybe the Raiders have started getting something going getting their first win this past week um you know it seems like their offense um starting to get it together um and you know the Chiefs have just been rolling all cylinders already um just perfect mid-season form already so you know I'm gonna lean with Chiefs with even minus seven, I don't feel great about it because I think the Ra- Raiders could keep it close. Um, but um, you know, it, it just feels like the Chiefs' uh, offense might be a little too much. Their defense has been pretty solid too. Um, so uh, I, I'll take, I'll lean on the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I don't think the Raiders have won in Arrowhead since uh, Mahomes' second season, his first season as a starter. Uh the last couple times uh, the chiefs Have really owned them uh at Home as well so uh Yeah chiefs have their number um i know The seven looks like a lot but uh, Given uh The last few outcomes between these two Teams in arrowhead i think it makes sense Uh i'll take the chiefs here Uh watched uh, A real good portion of that Uh raiders uh Uh broncos game last weekend uninterrupted and uh it's, it's very clear there's just a lot of uh, uh, discombobulation and uh, um, confusion going on on the offensive side of the ball for the Raiders. Uh, Carr is clearly frustrated with uh, the new offense, it appears. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, they just they don't uh, appear to be clicking right now. Um, you know, I... They have seemed to found something in Matt Collins. He's certainly off to a really solid start to the year. But, um, yeah, I just think uh, Chiefs are going to be a little bit too much to handle in this one. They're really firing on all cylinders, uh, uh, looking like in late season form here. So I'll take the Chiefs minus seven. Okay, guys, let's do a quick recap then of our lead pipe locks. Uh, Adam, you've got the Cowboys plus four and a half on the road against the Rams. Uh, Robbie. Uh, Broncos minus three at home against the Colts on Thursday night football. And then I've got the Seahawks on the road in New Orleans taking on the Saints. Uh, let's take a look at the uh podcast parlay options. Uh oh, we got we got new music for this too. Okay. Oh
1: yeah. Well we
0: while we pick. All right. Well I I see we're all on that Broncos Colts under if we want to get a little Thursday night sauce. Uh, uh yeah, I
2: like I like that.
0: Okay. Uh, We're all on Cowboys. Yep. Um, Yeah, I feel really good about that, Cowboys.
2: Yeah, getting a point is just such a good bet.
0: We are all on the Seahawks as well, although, Robbie, you're a little less confident in that. Uh, Other teams that we're all in on, uh, we're all in on the Vikings minus seven, all in on the Jags minus seven, but I'm not particularly uh, confident in that. Uh, Titans minus two and a half uh, on the road. Team we're all on. We're all with uh, Falcons minus or uh, plus eight and a half on the road in Tampa. Uh, and we're all on the Dolphins uh, plus three and a half. Or I'm sorry, minus three and a half uh, in New York this week. So any of those kind of jump off.
2: What, what about the? Oh, I don't want to do two overunders. <laughs> i was gonna say Titans. We might need to mix it or, up. Our yeah. <laughs> our
1: podcast parlays yeah. have been working.
2: I, I'm good with whatever, honestly. I, yeah.
1: I I mean, are we settled in on Colts, Broncos, under, and Cowboys?
2: Yep.
0: I, I like both of those.
2: Those are we all have confidence picks with all. The, yeah. Across the board with those.
0: Believe in me with the Seahawks. Believe in me. I, I I'm I'm in. Believe in me, rather. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I'll be in on the Seahawks. Yeah. I, I'm.
0: Let's do it. Believe in me. It's on me. For the record, it's my call. <laughs>
1: for the record, it's for your record. It's going for five and over right here. This so. kid this kid is
2: feeling himself with the locks. <laughs> going for five. Five in a row. Yeah.
0: I I, I all in on the Seahawks this week. Um, Nickel Newberger. Okay. So then the official parlay. Uh, Colts Broncos under forty three and a half. Um We've got the Cowboys. Wait, do we want to do Moneyline? No. No, I do. Just keep it safe. We'll take the four and a half points. I like the points. Okay, so Cowboys plus four and a half, and then we're taking the Seahawks plus five and a half.
1: Love it. Sounds sounds great to me.
0: Okay. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for the week five episode. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the new uh, sounds, courtesy of Brother Jeff. Uh, Big help... uh, as always, as he's managing the uh, social media aspect of things, so make sure you give us a follow uh, at the SL Football Guys on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, a lot of fun memes, uh, a lot of fun questionnaires and, and trivia and, and little games uh, being played there, so come have fun with us uh, on the social media platforms. But uh, until next week, take care, and we'll see you soon.